Good day, and welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. It's Sunday morning. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and today I am speaking on the boy who cried wolf. It's nobody believes a liar, even when he's telling the truth. The music I'm listening to this morning comes from the fabulous Bill Evans Trio. The song is Waltz for Debbie. And for all the Debbies and the Dans and the Davids and the Denises and everybody, I hope you're doing well. I hope your family's well. And I wish 45 and his family to be well. Um, I understand the First Lady is recovering a little bit quicker, but I wish the President to be well. And I'll say this one time and that's it. Karma is a bitch. But I'm not fucking with karma either. So, I, I am... I am, let me see, what's the word I'm looking for? I am blessed by the response I see mostly from people as to where there is no sarcasm, there is no slight, there is empathy, some a little sympathy for the president and his family. You know, we make choices. Elections have consequences, and we also make choices. And to see this thing come full circle is sad, but it's true. But again, when you're speaking on the boy who cried wolf, you can deal with the aftermath, but the lesson is his. The lesson he learns is for his and his people. And understanding that now maybe 10 or 11 people have caught this virus and they are using the location as the Rose Garden ceremony for uh, the prospective new Supreme Court justice who herself also had the virus. And she was still out there standing without a mask on too. Maybe not the first choice I would make as a prospective Supreme Court judge, but she was out there without a mask on too. So... See, here's the other thing. Um, Perception. Uh, The boy who cried wolf gave the perception that he was telling the truth all the time. Then people stopped believing him because they got... It's like the Lucy and Linus thing. You move the football every time I come up to kick it. Um, Perception is not reality. Okay? It's perception. If you're more worried about the perception of reality than reality itself, shit can come back to bite you. Um, You know, this whole thing about men not wanting to be perceived as being weak. Well, if you feel like you're perceived as being weak, then maybe you're weak. We got to get past the perception of life and just deal with life. Just like we're into this reality TV thing. Guys, this is real life. And no one knows that more right now than 45. So, again, these little messages coming from the hospital, these videotape messages, once he says he's doing fine, I move on. Because everything after that, who knows? Um, We have a doctor come out and say, He's doing great. Then we have his chief of staff come out and say he almost lost his life. You know, 
let's just keep it moving, okay? Oh, uh, on another note, Brian Stevenson, a lawyer, uh, done a documentary on HBO called Just, uh, what is it, True Justice. It's about the Supreme Court and a few other things. It's really fabulous. It's a really fabulous documentary. His name is Brian Stevenson. It's called True Justice. It's on HBO. I watched that. I wanted to sit down and get a couple of minutes of it uh, last week or so. I ended up watching the whole 90 minutes. It's it's really thought-provoking. And for those of us, it's, for, it's thought-provoking for those of us who know, know the law. But it's really a must-watch for those of us who don't know the law, who have maybe skipped out on the civics class. Um, it, again, it's called True Justice, so I, I adhere you to watch that. Um, now, the other thing, too, is I'm, I'm looking back. Um, firstly, it's fall, okay? And normally in the fall, for me, being in the East Coast, because I lived in California for a while, and why I loved it out there in San Diego the seasons didn't really change. <laughs> and that's some of the beauty of the East Coast to me. Uh, growing up in Philadelphia, you get the snow, you get the, the rain, you get the, all the different, the sun in the summertime. Well, thanks to global warming and climate change, we're not getting that like we used to. But even though I'm, it's maybe 50 degrees and hey, I'm under, it's before, it's still Sunday morning too. It's just like 1138 right now in Washington, D.C. Um, but even with the, with the breeze and the, and the beautiful air at night and the, the, you, you're, you're waiting for the leaves, you're starting to see certain ones turn to gold now and, and still on, with a green backdrop of most of the trees. It, it's, it's just beautiful. But it's different. Because as beautiful as it is, you, I'm not sure it's safe. That's what, that's what this virus is doing. As beautiful as, as the trees are, as beautiful as the fall season is, what I look for in fall, what I like in the fall, uh, football, all this other kind of stuff. I'm just pensive because I'm not really sure it's safe. And that's sad. But we'll work through it, because I'm going to work through it. This is the great Wes Montgomery. Uh, the song is Here Comes That Rainy Day. West Montgomery Trio. So, um, a lot of things are happening. But, you know, that's nothing new. The One thing I do want to say, though, is that um, with this whole fall, not knowing how to feel in the fall, not being able to get out, it's starting to get to me, y'all. I'm just going to be real about it. I'm a, I'm a performer. I'm an entertainer. I'm an educator. I'm home. And it's starting to get to me. But you know what? Again, we'll, I'm going to work through this. Um, I, I will say this about why I shut down social media sometimes for myself. Um, I don't need a good laugh about somebody being sick. I don't wish this on anybody. So for all of us who put on that suit of armor and hide behind our computers, find something else to do if you can. Because this, you know, I don't wish sickness on anybody. Period. Period. 
again, karma is karma. Karma's like the virus. It don't see no colors either. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to step back away from that. So I, because I don't wish this on anybody. Um, I will say this though. Um, we need to consistently deal with things in, 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 in the real world. I, I watched a news program the other night and they were telling, they were talking about the debacle that was this uh, debate we had on Tuesday. And before the debate, polls were taken. And it was said that 41, in the CBS poll, CBS News poll, 41% of the people said they were watching the debate or they would watch the debate. This was before it happened. They would watch the debate purely for entertainment value. Um, we are sicker than we were four, four years ago. We're not as wealthy as we were four years ago. If we want to buy into this perception, this notion of perception, our perception sucks worldwide compared to where it was four years ago. And 41% of the people in this poll said they would watch the debate for entertainment purposes. Maybe because you know who you're voting for. I, it's not an entertainment program, okay? Again, um, I hate using the word, but I think a lot of times, many, a, per, a good percentage of our population wants to remain stupid, okay? I'm just going to say it. Um, I don't apologize for, 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 for doing research and looking for factual information on things I say. But my opinion of what I see sometimes, what's written, um, how people hide behind, come stick their head up over their computer and make stupid ass statements about serious situations. You know, we just gotta get better. We really do. Um, the balance of information on the world stage is important. Uh, the implications to national security, to our national security, is important. All of these things that are happening, imagine the, the most powerful person in our society who has the most protection in our society is showing to be the most vulnerable in our society. And I pray that and again, we will learn a timetable. And the other thing is, don't get mad at CNN for doing factual work. For, for wanting to know, when did he know about the virus? When did he know that people around him had the virus? Did, did he know this before he went to Bedminster, New Jersey? Did he know this before he did the rallies? Did you, do you know people are sick and you're still asking them to come together just to say your name and sit next to each other? I have empathy for the man. It stops there. Um, again, because, because the boy who has cried wolf has cried so many times before, we tend not to believe him. And I, and I would ask, does anybody really know anything more than the fact that he did contract the virus? Period. You don't know when for sure. You don't know where for sure. You don't know how many people might 
be affected? Do we really believe that the White House is doing contract, contact tracing to the best of their ability? How many of these things do we believe? How many of these things do we know and do we don't know? Um, fair questions. All very fair questions. And I'm not sure we can trust the answers we would get. Because this is not new. We've had three or four years of practice. The practice of deception. The practice of misinformation. The practice of disinformation. So we have to kind of start to research things for ourselves, And maybe that's part of this awakening that's taking place in New America. But the fact that we have the time now. We've been home. And most of us are going to be home through the fall. Let's just be real about it. Um, I love football. I'm a diehard Eagles fan. They're starting to postpone and reschedule games. Hey, you know, maybe we'll get through the season. Maybe we won't. But I'm pretty sure most of us will be here, be at home during the fall. And instead of our Senate discussing the Supreme Court decisions and all of that, yes, it, it gets conversation, but there's still... I'm going to say 10 million Americans who would normally be working and who no fault of their own aren't working. And because we haven't handled this situation very well from a leadership standpoint, uh, a lot of these people cannot provide for their family. See, that's the other thing. The perception of men is it's not about showing weakness by not wearing a mask. (laughs) Real men provide for their families. Real people like to provide for their families. And when and when that is taken away from you with no input of, of your own, you need assistance. And in the richest country in the world, I would say, that's what we always say, where is the assistance for the citizens? the natural-born citizens in the richest country in the world. Help me with that. This is the virtuoso pianist, Ahmad Jamal. Um, His rendition of Autumn Leaves. Now, last week I did uh, Vince Garaldi. He's fabulous. This is a whole other level of brilliance. Um, This was done in Paris in 2017. And Ahmad Jamal, upon playing this, is, I believe he was about 87 years old. It's just incredible. The musical skill in this man is just incredible. Born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, Actually responsible for what a lot of people call the cool jazz era of the 50s. The way he takes a song and you still hear the song within his rendition of it. But it's his renditions that only he can do. And I know that sounds like the one and only, but in this case, it's for real. Ahmad Jamal, Autumn Leaves, from 2017 in Paris. Um, the other thing, <clears throat> I, I hope, no, I don't hope because I I don't care. Um, But people should take a look 
when we want, when we say we want something, are we saying it because we we actually have researched what we want, or or done some backstory on what it is we say we want in front of us? I'm not sure. See, my my whole thing. I'll go back to four years ago when we wanted to talk about having a businessman run the country. Okay. I always thought we had to have businessmen run the country anyhow. Don't sleep on the fact that politicians are not businessmen. That's why you see some of these Republicans doing whatever they can to maintain that income they have. They're bad businessmen, but their hypocrisy means nothing if you try to provide for somebody in their mind. Uh, so, uh, before I before I go on, my, my, the last point I wanted to make too about getting back to the Senate, it just made me think again. We're still not providing uh, funds for small businesses. It's been well over eight, nine weeks now. We're not providing additional assistance, stimulus to families. We're finding so much other shit to talk about. Uh, the economy is not coming back in a big way since, hence the boy who cried wolf again. It's not because the people who drive the economy are home because they have no income. And without any stimulus, they don't have money to put into the con- in the economy, more or less money to put food on their own table. That's not anybody's perception. The perception is that people are sitting in a home collecting extra money and they don't want to go back to work. The reality is people need all the help they can get. And they're not getting it from the people we elect to help us. Um, there's so many things that we can talk about that are gone wrong. That at this point in time, unless we're talking about how to make them right, it's a wasted conversation. So we don't need to go there. We need to talk about the things we can do to make things go right. If we really want things to go right, and a lot of us really do. We want things to go right, but what are we doing to get there? When I talked about the four years ago, we wanted a businessman to run the country and everybody thought that was a good idea so without any in our, in, in our most lax in the most lax way we chose 50 million or close to 60 million people voted for it. the businessman they saw on TV they did very little to okay I'm, I'm assuming I'm giving the benefit of the doubt that there was very little research done into the history of the businessman that they saw on TV. But because they saw him on TV, they thought he was a good businessman. Um, And he was a billionaire, right? Well, let me give you a couple billionaires that are good businessmen. Tom Steyer. uh, Mike Bloomberg. They also ran for elected office. They ran for the presidency and they were unsuccessful. But these are businessmen who are creative, who have a track record of helping people. Sure, have they made mistakes? Absolutely. I don't think they've been ever had to file for bankruptcy. 
um, they have a historic track record of helping all kinds of people. We chose the one that has none of that. Okay? Karma? Maybe, maybe not. But that's the one we chose. Andrew Yang, a businessman who had the idea of giving Americans $1,000 a month. Hmm. A businessman who thought things through. We didn't choose him either. So we are where we are. But we don't have to stay here. And with what's going on in the voting, I hope we're not confused or, or distracted. And any of that will take away from, you can go to, your, hey, around in D.C., um, I live in the Alexandria, Fairfax County area. So most of the voting polls, the actual polls open up October 14th. I'm going to be a poll watcher. I'm going to actually be a poll worker. I'm sorry. I'm going to be a poll worker. They open up on the 14th of October. Now, with that said and done, I am close to 60-something years old. But it doesn't matter because I can protect myself. And it's a needed thing right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to be a poll worker. But you don't have to wait until the 3rd of November to vote. And a lot of Americans aren't. And you don't have to be afraid to vote through the mail. Because a lot of Americans are. Um, Just stay focused on what needs to be done. And what needs to be done is we need to, in my estimation, we need to have a change of administration. So this country can move forward. And we have to keep moving forward. Okay? Um... Look at this, guys. Within the inner circle of leadership in our country, 8 to 11 people have tested positive for the virus. They take that and go 8 to 11 different ways with it, and they're touching other people who are actually going to take that and go different ways with it and touch other people. So we're not rounding the corner. We're not. We're in the thick of this, like Brenda Russell would say. We better get a grip and get it on. We're in the thick of this, guys. There's no rounding the corner right now. Um, We have to still go through the basics of what are we going to do to make things better. One other thing I want to say, too. um, Narratives we're given aren't necessarily the way things are, okay? Again, if you want it to be easy, you want to do the skinny version of it, you can take the narrative and run with it because it's something you heard and it sounds good. It makes you sound intelligent. But it's narratives we're giving aren't the way the stories are. Um, when, okay, let me give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Um, many of us, want to believe that voting is somehow not going to work if we do it by mail. Um, Many of us want to believe that we don't need to wear a mask. 
But now here's the thing. Remember I've said before, a con man's con is working as long as he controls the narrative. Well now, and even before now, with the tapes put out by the journalist Woodward, um, when the con man has to talk back to himself, it doesn't work too well. So the con man who has been telling us that this is not serious while knowing in real life the virus is serious, now has the virus. He has to talk back to himself. Support who you want for whatever reason you want. I pray that you don't put yourself in that same situation unless you choose to. See, I've talked to a lot of grown-ups too who say that no one in leadership should be blamed, blamed for people not making their own decisions. Yeah, I agree with that. It's always been the case. But it doesn't matter because lots of people don't make their own decisions or choose not to make their own decisions. They choose to follow leadership, whether it is in religion, uh, sports, politics, whatever. That's what we choose to do. Only in this case, if you don't do things for yourself, you don't hurt yourself as much as you hurt those you say you love. And that's where we have to get away from. We, we, um, there's no need to be hurting those we say we love. A couple other things. Um, <clears throat> we're a Fauci and Burks. We are the... Where's Redfield? We are the people who know most about this virus. And why has 45 chosen for them not to be in his personal care or, or to be helping with his personal care. Just an observation. Um, a little bit about civics too. For those of us who, again, we hear things that Pelosi's not doing or why hasn't Pelosi done this? Or why hasn't Pelosi made a deal on something? You know what? Take a civics lesson, understand how these things are passed. Talk to somebody about this stuff, guys. This is real stuff. It's real time. I hope you're really taking care of yourself and really pressing on to your friends and family how to take care of themselves. You can talk to me. I like to talk to you. This is the Talk It Out podcast for a Sunday morning. Have a blessed and wonderful day, guys. Look forward to a great week. Talk to you soon.